You are about to experience the result of hard work and dedication from the City of Champions, Cleveland's own, 90th's finest. Self-made, hard-working entrepreneurs, unequivocally raw, no holds barred. This is Epiphany Media. Yo, go download the free Anchor app or just go to Anchor FM to get started. It's the easiest way to start your own podcast and it has all the tools to record and edit from the phone or the computer. You get free distribution for all of your podcasts, easy way to make money as you record, everything that you need to start your podcast journey. And I mean, it has everything. So look, go to your phone, go to the app store and download anchor.fm. How could we not thank you guys that make it possible? Sorry, we're uh, sorry, we're late. We had to do it for the culture. The last day of Black History Month, and uh, I feel so unorganized right now. I don't know why. Um, yeah, last day of Black History Month. I don't have a background, so you gotta look at my face and my and my dress that's uh, failing. <laughs> your mom would be your mom would be upset at me. Dress are failing. Yeah, it was like I, I'm I'm prepared for for braids upkeep, but not for uh, it's a little bit different. A little bit different, but welcome, you guys. Welcome, welcome uh, to the last day, the last day of February. Some people will say, you know, Black History Month. Uh, so shout out to y'all for joining us. I, yeah, now y'all can see my face for the, for the viewers out there. You know, I was, I had to share, 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 which y'all should, uh, should be doing. Please and thank you. Uh, please and thank hey, you as always. Please oh. share. Please subscribe. Uh, even if you don't like it, still share it on your, on your page. <laughs> you know, if you're listening right now on various streaming apps, uh, be sure to subscribe so you can get uh, new updates on all new shows that come up. Uh, on YouTube, go watch us on YouTube. Uh, uh, Facebook, as you guys already know, all of that good stuff. Uh, I feel unorganized because I can't see the comments. Maybe nobody's commenting. You know, we got a thousand people in here right now. Uh, let me see. Uh, no, no one. Has. <laughs> <laughs> no one has uh, commented except Andrew. Said Andrew, but she said you gotta put um, the mic closer to your face. I can't. You, uh, can't. You know, she said you sounded uh, kind of low. I can't. You can do it. You just... <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> Eminem's not uh, a black history figure, but if he was, I would quote him. But I can't do it today. It's black history month. The last, the last day. Uh, 
Um, so look, so we ain't really do anything show-wise for Black History Month. Um, I think Angel has said uh, this year too. She said it seemed like it was a, a more quiet Black History Month as far as like she didn't see a lot of um, uh, like sharing or, or posts about Black History Month. Um, you know, we had some stuff up on Instagram, uh, but it, it it just seemed quieter than than past years, I guess. Hey, do you think the blackness calmed down a little bit because uh, Trump is out of office? <laughs> Some people felt like you know, you know it's that, cool. You know, the, a little bit of a racist uh, establishment Ooh. out of office. You know, some people was like, you know, it's feeling good for Black History Month this money, but you got uh, you know, Aunt Jemima turning uh, uh, something crazy. Yeah, what is Pearl that? Millen. Pearl Millen, yeah. Something like that. That still yeah. sounds like an old black lady, though, don't it? Uncle Pearl. Ben, I don't know who he is. Pearl, Pearl Milling, don't that still sound like a, a, a black grandma Pearl? <laughs> right. <laughs> so I don't, you know, I don't. Harry Tubman told me they talking about bringing her back, putting her on the twenty as originally planned, but uh, I don't know, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Black history, but I guess people could it could be well, you know Black History should be every day, so people ain't even celebrating much. If people feel like it's a racist month. <laughs> How's that, Angel? Is that better? That shit uh, is extra loud. I, oh. I got to turn you down on money. Oh, well, we'll, we'll get it together. <laughs> I ain't making no more adjustments. That's why we came here fashionably late in the first place. That I'm assuming that's better. Uh, yeah. All right. I don't got to show you. It sounded like you were excited for the show today, man. I'm always... Uh, <clears throat> I'm always excited for the show. We all can't be D Hawk Jr. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, all, we all can't uh, slumber like bears, man. Behind the scenes footage. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so like I said, uh, maybe you guys didn't hear me. I'll repeat myself that uh, Angel has stated that. Uh, oh, shit, this is loud. Angel, <laughs> Angel said that. Uh, uh, she said that this this Black History Month, she didn't see a lot of uh, sharing, or she didn't, um, it, it was just quiet, as in uh, not a bunch of, um, I don't know, sharing, like normal, I guess. And I, and I kind of feel the same way. Like, uh, you know, of course, I've seen some stuff. We posted some stuff up on Instagram, but um, it, it kind of seemed a little quieter. I don't know if the Trump thing is a, is a factor or not. I really don't know. Um, but for whatever reason, it do it do seem quieter. So we wanted to, you know, just so happened we, it lines up, we were able to have a show on the last day of the month. And uh, we wanted to talk a little, you know, black history, modern black history, whatever you want to call it. Just, you know, <laughs> I, I, wanted, I was going to say black excellence. You know how people like to, Put that tag on a lot of stuff. Just, just a bunch of. Uh, you got a song about black stuff, right? What's it called? Black as shit. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, uh, you know, some people don't like to cut, you know, the cussing shit. Hey, Eddie Murphy, you know, people ain't like Eddie Murphy cussing. You know, brought him down. But he's still, he, hey, he's still uh, cussing to this day. Exactly. Bill Cosby was <laughs> one of them. So look, man. So we want this is just talk about some black history stuff. We want to we want to find out, and I'm gonna put the question out to y'all early so y'all can uh, type it in the comments. 
name somebody or, or, or list somebody or tell us why a person, a black person preferably, <laughs> I mean, I guess technically don't have to be, but I, it probably should be a black person that like um, uh, inspires you or that you like uh, try to pattern your life after or like follow their teachings. So if it's like, you know, a Martin Luther King or a Rosa Parks or, you know what I'm saying, um, or somebody modern, it could be Serena Williams. It could be, uh, I don't know, a number of people. Um, yeah, just let us know who you guys, uh, who y'all rock with in the, in, the, in the black history community, I guess. It don't have to be like a civil rights leader. It don't have to, don't have to be, uh, you know, a Martin Luther King or Fred Hampton or something. It just it, anybody. It could be an athlete. It could be a, a, a movie star, a director, you know what I'm saying, anything. Whatever anybody, you guys. Uh, yeah, anybody black. Yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Any yeah, anybody black. Um, and while we do that, models to speak. Uh, that's, it ain't, people ain't gonna want to comment. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, nobody want. <laughs> nobody want to talk about Black History Month. Like, what y'all talking about today? Black History. Touch it through my memory. My memory. I did part one. Yeah, <laughs> better. It gotta be somebody. Man. Yeah. Like how how could how could we not how, like how could it not how like as much as much influence that black people black culture have uh, in the world? Are you telling me not you personally, but are you telling me there's people out there that could say that I don't have any? There's no black figure that I like look up to or pattern after. Or you telling me you you telling me those people out there? That's crazy. It would, it could be a, like a white figure that inspired them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, but but I'm saying there's nothing wrong with it. That's cool. But today, it's but all you, about that black person you, that inspired me. I'm just saying you think it's white people out there that says uh, there are no black people who I who have influenced me in some kind of way. Yes. No, it's a I mean, white. I'm, I'm sorry. It is white people out there. Like how? Guaranteed. How? But it could. But hey, but it, but you know what? You are right. They could have influenced them, but influenced them <laughs> negatively. <laughs> to say, you know, that's, that's why true. you know I don't like black people, et cetera. Et cetera. <laughs> <laughs> inspired to be John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Lincoln starts talking that man. Black people should better vote. Like, oh no, we gotta kill this nigga. Get him out of here immediately. Mm-hmm. He made it, he like, all right, he freed him. I don't love it. You know what I'm saying? But you trying to get him right? Oh, no, he got to go. He mm-hmm. got to fucking go. <laughs> which is which is great. Uh, so I remember I was going to, uh, I was going to Tri-City. And, you know, somebody that I heard from the radio on uh, Tom Joyner, he used to come on and speak, like, you know, about once a week. And I didn't know he was from here. Uh, what is his name? Uh, like something Johnson, right? Uh, what do you call him? Jeff Johnson. Yeah, Jeff Johnson. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I didn't know he was from here, but anyways, he came to speak, and you know, I'm saying like I was, I was sitting in the same seats that you were, just talking about his life experience, and that shit inspired me. You know what I'm saying? To a degree where I got to get on my shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, I, you know, a person who come on the radio, he doesn't really talk like that. You know what I'm saying? But it's oh, different when it, it gets off the political banter and, you know, just, you know, start talking regular, you know. So, um, yeah, that was a, I can, I can say that was an inspiration right there that I can just recall a memory that, uh, you know, what, what he said left for anything. It's like, that's, yeah, like, uh, I, I, yeah. I guess you're right, man. Like, there got to be some people like, yeah, it influenced me, but in a bad way or something. Like, but I, because I would think, like, even if it wasn't, like we talked about last week, even if it's just showing you what not to do, you know what I'm saying, you would think that it would still give you some kind of an influence, I guess. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm sure. So anyway, before I, before we go on, just as a, as a celebration, I was uh, saving the last of this, I guess. You know, we don't do free advertising, but you know, sometimes you gotta celebrate your your your, your people, you know what I'm talking about? <clears throat> so this uh the light's gonna kill it. Uh this bro bros. Eh, the camera's back or sorry. Bourbon whiskey, you know what I'm saying? This is a Kentucky uh Bourbon whiskey, that's what I'm drinking on today to celebrate, you know, black excellence. I didn't drop the top. Uh, and then as far as cigars go, now this is some exclusive shit. B don't even got this, you know what I'm talking about. I don't know if the camera. Trace Lindas. And they're from Cuba, though. But they are, they black and Cuban. The only, only black-owned cigar company in the states. Um, like in the states, no, you saying only, only the only one in the states? What about? I mean, you got. Uh, I don't know about that. Black, black-owned and operated. Black-owned and operated. See, I don't know. Okay, so you got Carmelo. He got his. Do you own? Do we own it though, or is he the face of it? I'm pretty sure you own it. No, you could be the face of it, not own it. Nah, he, he own it. Do you operate it? I don't yeah, know. I don't know that. I, I, need a, I, need I don't a, know what that means. We, we need some. Uh, all right. Computer. It ain't three. The first, the, the only black three female uh, led <laughs> cigar company. Okay. Okay. You got me that. It's black owned, is what I'm saying. Get off my back. No, I'm just trying to put some more black on. Black you know, cigar places out there, but it's cool. Uh, then we got another one. I haven't heard of them. Uh, shout out to them. Black on. See, I don't. Well, I was smoke a cigar, but I'm gonna chill. I'm chill the only, uh, maybe it's the only but black female. This is one of the many white owned breweries. <laughs> 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 one, of the, <laughs> one of the many white-owned breweries. Hey, no, I mean, it's, a, it's, it's some black breweries, but they aren't here yet. Like, I would, hey, you know what? Um, about this time last year, like, damn near to the day, uh, it was this guy, he, it was a black guy, he brew his own beer. And uh, that, was some, that was some of the best beer I ever had. So, you know, if he ever created a brewery in Cleveland, like, I'm, I'm going all the time. That's good. 
for the culture. But not only, not only because it, you know it's black owned, but it's actually good. quality, right? It was like a honey, it was like honey in there, honey something. Ah, good, yeah. And just had the only female black owned. All right, that was close. Black owned is the key. Like, I ain't had that whiskey in a minute. That shit kick. <laughs> That's like, like a real sip. That shit that kick. Ooh. All right. Um. So, Angel said hurt. Now I, I ain't never. I can never say this lady name right. I always call her Eliza, but I know it's clearly it's not Eliza. <laughs> it's Ilana or something. Van Zant. Aliana. I can't say her name. I'm not trying to be ignorant and disrespectful. I just, I, I can't, I just never do it right. But anyway, she's I'm like, I'm gonna try because I don't want to look foolish. She's a, <laughs> she's like a, uh, is she a counselor or, or like a um, social worker type? I know she got like that show that about she help people fix problems oh, okay. and stuff. That's her. Saving uh, uh, Eliza, <laughs> not Eliza. Whatever her name is, saving lives or changing lives or something. Okay, Miss Von, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, how do you not know her? Oh, that's for you. So this is the same person that uh, you just said who, you know, not certified that be talking to people, right? I don't, I don't think she's certified. I hope she, I hope she got something. I hope she ain't Steve Harvey in out here. Like she, like she be having TV shows and uh, people, I, like celebrities come on or whatever. Yeah, saving, yeah, changing my life or something. Okay, okay. If, oh. Hey, if y'all know the name of the show, don't make it, don't have us just looking dumb. Like, put it in the comments so we're not just looking stupid out here. Uh, but also, Angel, like, I don't watch those type of TV shows. <laughs> I mean, I've seen, you know, uh, highlights of the shows because of, you know, social media, but that's not my type. I don't, I don't like to watch shows about tea. About tea? I don't. Yeah, about two uh, uh, gossip and all that type of shit. Like, that's, you know, that the love and hip-hops, the, uh, what's the other one there? Um, uh, Real Housewives, that I, like, I don't watch that stuff. Like, I think she do, uh, I, I, I think she do, I don't know, I, I can't. But she, hey, look, she had New York on the show, I remember that. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So. Oh, well. Look, I, I don't To know, some extent, then, you're right. <laughs> It's just not my, you know, I don't watch that. So, yeah, but I heard of it. Yeah, I would, if I could just figure out her certain name. So, she do, uh, I'm going to read you her, off, her, off her thing. She is a uh, American ins- inspirational speaker, lawyer, new thought, spiritual teacher, author, life coach, and television personality known for her books, uh, talk show appearances on the Oprah Winfrey show, She's 67. That's older than I thought she was. Uh, she's from Brooklyn, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know who I used to think she was? Every time her name would pop up, I used to think she was uh, the Nene Leach lady or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know what she do either, but I know she's on, um, she like do reality shows or whatever. Yeah, that's where I was watching. Oh. You know, I don't watch it, so I was just trying to put a face with the with the name and stuff. And I used to always think that was Nene Lease, but somebody uh, corrected me. Erin um, says she wrote a bunch of books. Oprah helped her sort of come out. Uh, Alana, Aliana, whatever, fixed my life. 
She's just a strong woman of faith that helps people get get it together. Uh, she says she she had Michael Vick on there too. He needs it. Hey, I was watching one of our old, old shows and we was calling people coons, and Michael Vick was one of them. We gonna keep that. That's cool. Twice. 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 They trying to recoup some of that money yeah. so they can, you know, live peacefully. For, for look, he wouldn't be doing this talking on these uh, NFL shows if he didn't lose that money. So he's just trying to keep his job. Uh, he ain't stupid. Because I know off the show, it's totally different. Right. So maybe he do need to get his life together. So he needs to be on there. Um, Angel says, she just reminds you of older, wiser person who gives good advice. Now, that's good. I, I'm, I'm glad. I mean... Like I said, I'm sure there's so many of those people that we don't even know that, that don't get the, uh, the screen time. I mean, we could talk about uh, Ebony J and, and the work that she do here or in her charity. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it, it's like, you know, there's plenty of people out there that do stuff that we don't necessarily, you know, hear about all the time or whatever. But um, it's, uh, it's important that they're being represented and people are finding them somehow, some way. I see women. I'm, I'm down with that for sure. For this nigga. Oh. Oh, uh. Oh. Al, <laughs> oh, Al Pacino pasta eating. <laughs> plate of spaghetti. Uh, uh, Robert De Niro, wise guy over here. Um, so, Angel said, who's yours? Was it done? She said a little bit, yeah. <laughs> a little while back. Um,. So we got a video. We got a couple of videos for y'all. Uh, so this is this is a uh, Byron sent me two. I'm assuming these are his, or, or maybe they was just. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. We like, can talk about it after the video. Uh, after, after the video. So, so we actually got one that we share as far as like <laughs> inspirational people. We we each picked two people each. We didn't talk about it, but we uh, uh, but we shared one person so we'll say that person for the end uh, but this is Byron's first person and we'll be right back by any means necessary we, we want justice by any means necessary we want equality by any means necessary we don't feel that in 1964 living in a country that is supposedly based upon freedom and supposedly the leader of the free world we don't think that we should have to sit around and wait for some segregationist congressman and senators and a president from Texas in Washington, D.C. to make up their money, to make up their mind that our people are due now some degree of civil rights. No, we want it now, or we don't think anybody should have it. Oh, passage of the bill affects job opportunities. I don't see the job opportunities will affect, I don't see how passage of the bill will affect job opportunities for black people when there, uh, there's no law now that can create opportunities uh, in, uh, in employment even for white people. But the whole system in the country, the economic system, is such that uh, jobs are scarce. Automation is limiting jobs. It's, it's, it's decreasing jobs. And uh, if, autom if automation eliminates the job opportunities, legislation will not create job opportunities. All it will do is bring about friction and hostility between the two races. How a package of the Civil Rights Bill affects voter registration? Anytime you have to pass a Civil Rights Bill to make 
voter registration or voting opportunities increase for black people in this country, that in itself is a slap at the entire system of democracy. Uh, the only thing that will affect voter registration is when our own leaders form some kind of political education program that makes our people become more politically mature, politically alert, and aware of what uh, their involvement and participation in politics will bring them. So it's not so much uh, voter registration without voter education is a, is a waste of time. Legislation will do neither. Mm. Hey, so look. It's a waste of time. Man, I watch a lot of, like, Malcolm X speeches and stuff. And at that one, I'm like, you know, I'm not saying, like, yada, yada, yada. But, like, stuff I heard. That part at the end, though, that end part, I'm like, oh, this is, this is, uh, not nothing I haven't, I want to say, I haven't heard it put that way by him before, I guess. Like, uh, uh, voter registration without education. It's pointless. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, getting people out to vote but not educating them is pointless. And that would have been a great topic before this past election. Uh, some people would have argued, like, hey, we just got to get Trump out of there, blah, 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 which is, you know, I understand that. Um, you got to know what comes with that, though. Boy, getting that education. And look, so I try to do it on politics. I, I don't, you know, I'm not a, a teacher, you know what I'm saying, per se. Uh, but, you know, just topics and stuff that I think is important or, or important for people to know about. And we have good discussions over there. Um, but man, he 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 was a thousand percent right, a thousand percent right. Now, to re- for the reason why I chose him, um, like growing up, everything was Martin Luther King. I have a dream. Martin Luther King is perfectly cool. You know what I'm saying? He was in, you know one of the leaders, but he gets praised um, by everyone, right? Excuse me, this food is, this, this Alpacino food is so good, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm X, he wasn't praised by everybody, so I was like, uh, Malcolm X, you know, I seen a movie with Denzel in it, shout out to him, this is when I was younger, right? So as I got older, I started watching, like, every speech, um, that this man did on YouTube, I'm talking eight hours long, I'm watching the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing, like, yeah. <laughs> like he was the the reason why he was unliked is because <laughs> the, what he was saying was just too raw and too real uh, to the point where uh, you know that's that's what ended his demise and and he was even real once he once he uh, realized some of the stuff that he was saying you know was just given to him. Right. Uh, by someone else, and then when he came back with his own stuff, it was still, you know, it was still bumping, but it wasn't like, you know, uh, it wasn't like, uh, you know, uh, what word I want to say? It wasn't. Uh, it was like it wasn't more so divide. It was more so, you know, try to work together, and then boom, he was gone right after that. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know, the, the, the stuff that he was saying.
you know about Malcolm X, but he really wasn't talked about. Um, the uh, um, the uh, he knew it and stuff like that. You didn't didn't really hear about that. You know what I'm saying? So now that now that I'm older, now that I'm researching. Well, this was when I was younger, my twenties, but you know, then I you know come to find out about you know these other leaders that was involved in the, uh, you know the civil rights movement. So. Yeah, I I uh I agree. I, I wish I had uh I'm gonna try to find it real quick, see if I could find that uh RDC World One uh video and it was um talking about uh learn about black history month in school. And uh it did it was like the same thing you said. It was like uh <laughs> I don't know, I'll, I don't wanna spoil it, I'm gonna see if I can find it and pull it up. Um Yeah, I know it, I know it posted it last uh, month too much. This is hilarious. Um but yeah, no, I so I, I agree with you. I think that um, you know, I always say that you can't have one without the other. You can't get changed without having the Martin and you need the Malcolm part, though. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, but the same thing happened to both of them at the end of the day. Right, violent or nonviolent, you know, they both got assassinated. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they, but they both did it. So, you know, I I don't like, know. Like knowing that you're going to die because of what you believe in. It's something crazy that they accepted that. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't like they didn't know yeah. that it was going to happen. Like, all the death threats they getting, you know. Uh, Rocks, you know, uh, houses set on fire, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you for sure. I think that, uh, I don't know, man. I, uh, they knew it was going to happen and they still did what they had to do. Yeah. Still did. I, I, I like the fact that, uh, or, or like I said, I, I'm a I'm a Malcolm fan, and uh, he was he was definitely on my list. Um, but I, I don't know. I feel like I went in a pretty good direction. Uh, how do y'all feel about Malcolm out there? Like, what do y'all what do y'all like, what do y'all think? Do y'all think that? I don't know, just give me your thoughts, your general thoughts on him. Uh, uh, level of importance, and you know, it's a song. He might not be that important in that way. Wait a minute. I mean, not wait a minute, but I might, I might have made a, <laughs> I got some stuff to check out afterwards, but I just realized something. Anyway, um, so yeah, any thoughts you guys got on Malcolm, uh, go ahead and throw them in the comments. Um, I'm going to just keep rolling. I'm going I'm to play mine. mine. It's a little bit longer. Uh, the message is so good, though, that I couldn't write, chop it up, the you know. It's a little bit longer, but hopefully y'all bear with me and, and you know, ho hopefully the message uh, uh, come through. Now wipe your mouth, man. You're looking weird out here. <laughs> <laughs> 2004, that $50 million deal on the table and a crisis of conscience flips the table over and walked away. Went to South Africa. Everyone said I was running away from the money. That is not true. In fact, I still want that money. <laughs> the idea that I wanted to just share with you guys is the idea that sometimes you, you do what you think is best. Uh, whether anybody understands it or not. I heard a story about my father where someone told me he used to do statistics for a company in D.C. 
the company he did statistics for, started doing business with the South African government. So he quit his job. It caused a lot of problems between his, him and his wife. It's hard for a man when he can't provide for his family the way he wants to. And he suffered through it. And a generation later, when I had my crisis of conscience, I was able to go to a free South Africa and get away from the heat. This idea that what you do in your lifetime informs the generations that comes after you is something I keep thinking about, something that is so much bigger than just ourselves. And today I'm standing in front of you guys, and I know you guys are like, oh, I know you're bored. But I see family of mine in the front row that, that I, some of who I've never met, and I just realize how, how all, all of us are, are connected. And my great-grandfather built something more substantial than buildings. He, he built a community. And he built, more importantly than a community, he, he built a way. You know, so I'm very grateful. Uh, very grateful. Hello, police. Um, <laughs> I just don't say that like, oh, man. He's standing over like, so this is what black people talk about. I just, want, I just want you guys to remember, you know, that right now there's this thing where, where ethics aren't what they used to be. This idea that people are trying to replace the ideas of good and bad with better or worse. And that is incorrect. You got to keep your ethics intact because uh, good and bad is a compass that helps you find a way. And a person that only does what's better or worse is the easiest type of person to control. They are a mouse in a maze that just finds the cheese. But the one who knows about good and bad will realize that he's in a maze. So, that being said, I just hope that all of you guys transcend whatever you see as your obstacles and that you live outstanding lives and that you stay connected to your communities because you have so much power there and that you grow your communities and diversify your communities and that you don't let anybody, anybody, tell you you can't or to be afraid. It's okay to be afraid because you can't be brave or courageous without fear. The idea of being courageous is that even though you're scared, you just do the right thing anyway. Whew. Shout out to my man, Dave Chappelle. Uh, Angel, said, Angel said, I love him. Uh, I'm not sure you're talking about Malcolm or, I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, Malcolm or Dave. Uh, but Dave Chappelle. So I put Dave Chappelle as my first one. Um, you know, I, I, because, uh, man, so, so not just, I guess, more recently where he's, like, kind of fighting for his independence, for, you know, the right for his show and, and you know, all of this stuff. But, I mean, just what he said in that, that speech um in regards to you know like some things are bigger than money you know what i'm saying like uh never be afraid to to be yourself um no matter what he had this other quote that wasn't in there it was like uh um the hardest thing in the world is to uh like the hardest thing in the world is to be yourself when everyone's watching you know what i'm saying like to, to, to not let the pressure or all eyes be on you to the point where it changes you or it changes your 
you know, <clears throat> how, how, how you operate, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then, like I said, more recently, I mean, you walked away from 50 mil. That's a lot of money, but he kept his freedom. He kept his freedom, That's right. right. And, you know, he said that, uh, you know, he said, you know, you ended up signing a, a bigger deal, you know what I'm saying, late last year or whatever, you know, it's like the Netflix deal. Or for maybe way less work. Yeah, for way less work, right, exactly. So, just saying, like, um, you know, uh, uh, that's what, I don't know, fighting for his independence of the Chappelle show initially for not signing that deal about 50 mil, uh, but then also, you know, uh, uh, like working with Netflix and then, like, getting um, Comedy Central to, like, give him his show, like, to literally, here, you, you own this, and here's some money, you know what I'm saying? You like, couldn't even use the Chappelle. Man. Like talk, about, that seat. talk about really right. Talk about really fighting, like fighting for your independence, man. Modern day, like modernly fighting for your independence from uh, like a uh, you know a, a major corporation, you know, uh, or, or like it's crazy. Yeah. So, so to be able to stand up for that, uh, Dave Chappelle definitely go on my list um, as uh, one of my most influential people because. Uh, some stuff bigger than money, man. Like, you know, like you said, it's hard to be scared, but you got to be courageous out here when 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 the deck stacked against you. Uh, yeah, I love uh, I love you, brother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I like his uh, style now more than you know his old stand-up style. Like, like the, his stand-up style is now is more serious. He's talking to you then. If, you know, he'll say something funny as hell, but it'll be you know, message. Yeah. <laughs> you know right, yeah. See, I, I'm a fan of both. You know, I feel like, you know. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of both. Right. But, like, now, like, back then, it was more. Uh, he was telling jokes. He was, he was a comedian. Yeah, he was more telling jokes. It was a lot leaned on race. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it is still on race, but it's, like, different. Like, different, I, yeah. You come with that. And that, and and, that, and my final point, I guess, on Dave Chappelle is that uh, exactly what you just said, though. So when I was younger, and he did, and he was younger, and he did like a different kind of comedy, you know, Sam. And as he got older and did more, um, you know, uh, had more life experiences, you know, with personally or with family or whatever the case is, um, you know, his, his stuff got a little bit more weight to it, and he more of a public figure now. So the same way. Kevin Hart to a lesser extent, but now that Kevin Hart's a, a public figure, and like so, all of his business when he have you know infidelity stuff, like all that stuff, all that stuff got more weight to it now when he joke about it or, or you know when he don't joke about it on stage now is is, is way is way more weight to it. So uh, that's definitely what I'm a fan of. But you got you know you got people pulling strings on him. He in all these movies, all these different deals. Mm -hmm. um, all it takes is to upset one person, and that could be all known. That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's true. From his, from his point of view, you know, he got he got miles to feed. So if he mess up, they don't they don't eat. You know what I'm saying? And and, that, and that's that's a difficult spot to be in. That's a lot of pressure and all of that good stuff. So that's why he moved the way he do, and you know that's why he he you know he just you know if, if you know people need money or whatever. I don't want to say he just giving money away, but as far as like um. When situations come up, you just deal with them. 
and just keep moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Because he get, if, if he get hung up on something, you know, ain't no selling the people that he got around him, um, you know, could also be hang, hung up. Now, Dave Chappelle on the other side, it's just him. He, like, he, he got the ones over whatever, what he's like, uh, I can't be canceled. You know what I'm saying? Canceled from what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't be canceled from nothing. Like, this is a great feeling uh, to be able to say whatever I want to say and not be able, you know, to be canceled, not to be worried about being canceled. Right, he put he put the show, no promo, selling out. It's insane. It's a matter of minutes. I just think so he doesn't need anybody but him. I, I just think about like two thousand and four, like a freshman at high school, or whatever. Like Dave Chappelle, like ran, like he was the culture for like two like two seasons, like you know what I'm saying, like for like two and a half years. If you didn't see the show, like you didn't see the, the latest joke, like you. You 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 could damn near not go to school because everybody gonna be joking and you are gonna be missing out on all of it. You know what I'm saying? Like and then they'll know like oh you don't got cable or something. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't watch the Chappelle show. Like it, it was that yeah. serious. It was that yeah. serious, man. I remember I was uh, missing out too on that first season. People kept talking about it. Like they talk about it. And I finally watched it. I was hooked. I think the first first episode was the Rick James one. Like. Very first episode that the, I ever saw. The first you started with Rick James. Yeah, that's a good way to start. Rick James. That's a good way to start, man. I just come with a classic episode. Like that was crazy, man. This is a good way to start. Uh, Tim, thanks for joining us. We I was I was trying to get to your comment, but we were rambling about heroes and stuff. Um, so tonight, Tim, we're talking about you know it's the last day of Black History Month. Blah blah blah. So we were just talking about, uh, and we you know, we asked you guys in the in the comment section on the podcast, people listening, um, you know, name somebody black that influenced you, you know what I'm saying, or, or that you pattern your life after. It could be, we said it didn't have to be a, a like a civil rights person. It could be an athlete. You know, uh, I know a lot of people said, um, a, a lot of people said like Jim Brown was like somebody that they looked up to. Uh, being able to be that in control, where you know you could just walk away from 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 football and do like whatever it is. He didn't love football anymore. He was able to walk away and go love on white women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, That's so what we wanted to do. <laughs> like when you, like we, like this is how I know I fucked up. Because when you said, yeah, you know, he had you know the strength to walk away, you know, for football. And then my mind immediately, you know, thought, well, he didn't have the strength to not. Uh, knock his wife inside the head. Like, hey man, it's black. We've been positive on this Black History Month, man. <laughs> we we all got uh you know past and demons and troubles, man. But we're talking about the positive. Yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> Jim Brown, let's Brown, Jim Brown, let's Look, you you see how fast we moved on from the the Michael Vick thing. Like we're trying to be positive here. Like yeah, everybody got skeletons and those new closets, man. So. Jim Brown. Yeah, yeah, but they say you can't judge nobody unless you look at yourself first, right? Yeah. Yeah. You gotta throw, don't throw rocks at, uh, uh, what is it? I forgot. A glass huh? Right. Or he without sin, uh, cast the first, cast the first stone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that just tells you right there, don't judge nobody. But I ain't judging him. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I see your face. You was like, ain't nobody tell him not to. I said it. <laughs> So yeah, so Tim, that's what we're talking about. Anybody else that's watching, uh, that's what we're talking about. So if at any time, just throw them down in there. We'll talk about, you know, your people. Hopefully, we know who they are. Who they are. 
Angel listed somebody we didn't we like I knew the name, but I didn't really know what she did. Uh, but having that positive role model is, is the main thing. Uh, for anybody that missed it, I want to put her coming back up. She said, uh, I can't say the lady name, so I don't, I don't want to try. Because uh, if you try to search it based on my pronunciation, you're not, you're not going to find her. But she said, uh, <laughs> she said this, uh, she just reminds, she reminds you of an older, wise person that gives good advice. And that's like a white teacher that can't black, say black <laughs> names right now. <laughs> you said that. You said. I got to see the spelling again. I'll put it up there. Don't worry about it. Ayanla. You was calling her Izzy. Yeah. Lazy Vine. Yeah, whatever. Ayanla. See, it's just. Ezra said he just got more. <laughs> He's got more substance now. Uh, I think it's a good job, Byron. It could have been, uh, it could have been Tim, you know, Brett. <laughs> sure. I mean, it could have been. I mean, I'm good with black names, but she got me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would have pronounced it then. <laughs> so I just finished my my bro bros drink. So before I refill, or no, I, I mean, I'm going to refill. I'm gonna go to my next uh, black, blackish, black, black enough. I think I think we. <laughs> yeah, I think we. I think we. I think he's absorbed into the culture, so I, I feel confident in uh, bringing up this uh, my my for my refill. Is that hey. Taramana <laughs> small batch tequila? Hey, he's flexing. Let me, uh, you know, a, a, a little bit. He's flexing. I'm like, yeah, I'm so, in the bar. So let me, uh, <laughs> so let me, uh, I don't know if you guys can, you might not recognize that signature, but let me know. I mean, let me let y'all know that this right here says Dwayne Johnson. Uh, I'm glad he stopped using Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, for any of you guys don't know, yeah. that is The Rock's name. Uh, you don't even need to, like, you don't even, like, of course, I love You know who you are, dude. Like, yeah. So the rock, this is uh, this is his tequila. Side note, before hold up, before I, uh, man, this is a new black wrestler on there. I don't know if she knew, but I just seen her, and I like her character, you know, because they letting her uh, do black stuff. Know, bring out the blackness. Uh, I love it. But anyway, back to Terramata. Uh, man, so this is my first official like pour. We're not doing alcohol reviews, but if we if we did, this would definitely be on there. Uh, but The Rock is black enough, you know. What I'm saying I feel like he's absorbing to the culture. You know, he went to he went to the U in the '80s, so uh, you don't get no blacker. Even white guys on that team was you don't get no blacker than that. Yeah, yeah, he got a show where he doing he just sitting down doing commentary about his life, and then they do like a, a show about it. You know what I'm saying? Which is pretty dope. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, shout out to the rock, man. And and uh, his tequila is actually, and the price point of the tequila because LeBron got some stuff out here. That, that price point ain't uh, <laughs> the price point ain't friendly. 
you know what I'm saying, to the, to the, to the average person. So, shout out to The Rock. Um, Chanel said, ooh, Walking Tall. That was a solid movie. A lot of people didn't like that movie. I, you know, it was like one of his earlier Dwayne The Rock Johnson movies, like an early one. That was a solid movie to me. Um, Let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, if you've seen The Rock, would you be, uh, uh, like, starstruck? Um, like, oh, what's up? Like, would you, like, is it a, it's a difference between, oh, that's such and such, I'm yeah. going on with my day, or I at least got to, like, got him up. Something is respect. See that that's a good one. Look, remember we so we talked about it. The Rock might be one where I wouldn't like I would be a little a little bit more emotionally involved being that nigga from like childhood, like kid watching wrestling. You know what I'm saying? When it was the nation with the little stupid shit on his head. <laughs> like you know I'm saying, like like all the way into like now, you know what I'm saying? Like that might be one. You might have found one where I might be like, all right, man, that's, yeah, it's The Rock, man. It's crazy. It's the, the Rock right there. It's crazy. You see The Rock? You know what I'm saying? Like, it would just be weird to me. You might have found one. You know, maybe. I'm not I'm yeah, not yeah. signing completely, but you might have found one. Uh, for anybody that just joined us, my bad, I just want to reset one time. For anybody that just joined us, last day of, uh, of um, Black History Month, so we're just going, you know, of course, we black products and, you know, black cigars, of course. <laughs> Um, uh, when you talk about uh, black people in our lives that influenced us or that um, uh, has some kind of bearing in our life, Angel shared hers earlier. Uh, Byron first guy, uh, we used to be two people. Byron first selection was uh, Malcolm X. Uh, we played a clip and um, uh, and talked about it. My first guy was Dave Chappelle, and um, you know, we, we just got done talking about it. Um, Oh, that's what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to finish a slack because I, I got excited talking about Dave Chappelle and stuff. Um, but yeah, so if you guys got anybody black that, that influenced you or, or you know, gave you some kind of a direction, like I said, it don't have to be civil rights. It could be a comedian, an actor. Uh, it could be any of that stuff. Uh, definitely uh, let us know. Put it in the comments. We want to talk about them. Even when they just do, even if they're not, you know, super famous or whatever. Um, you know, but definitely, uh, let us know. Uh, Tim said, <laughs> Tim said, I'll slap him, I'll slap him in the ass and be like, what up, bro? Tim, I'm hoping you got typos, man. I don't, I don't want to, I'm not judging you. You know, I know you moved from, I know you moved to Michigan, so you do a little, a little bit different up north, <laughs> but hopefully you mean, in a more friendly, <laughs> more friendlier way. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, the Rock might be one that, uh, Byron might have found somebody where I might be a little more starstruck than, than probably anybody else for that matter. That's uh, that, that's pretty good. That's a good one. We do. We gotta do a liquor review now that I'm thinking about it. Might call up work. Um, you know, one time, just for the one time. Uh, so yeah, so uh, like I said, anybody that you guys got, definitely put them in the comments. We want to talk about them and stuff. Um, and then we got one more person to share. Uh, we got another person to uh, to uh, to share. It just so happened. Actually, it's not really even a just so happened because I, I I could have foreseen it. You know, what I'm saying if I'm being if I'm being uh, perfectly honest, <laughs> I could I could have foreseen this one coming. Um, but uh. Uh, we're gonna share. Actually, I got a couple clips, so maybe we should 
Maybe we should start that one first, then. Actually, play them all. Because <laughs> uh, it's just a few, but I mean, these 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 are good though. Let me see. Actually, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. First thing I'm gonna do, I want to play that uh, uh, the RDC World Black History. <laughs> I want to play the, the the Black History Month clip, and um, you know. Go into our, uh, and then we we'll go to our last pick. Yeah. Um, and like I said, if at any time you guys put it down, so uh, Chanel, my go ahead and put your people in there. Tim, if you got somebody that influence, Tim, you can put my name in there if you want to, man. Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna be upset at you. <laughs> I, I promise you. Uh, I don't got a list of nobody else that's in the things. Otherwise, I would call out whoever else is watching, but. Um, you got, got, got anybody that influence you, let us know. And it's a short, short clip, but I, I think it's funny. And, uh, I mean, it, it really is what, what, it really is what, uh, <laughs> it's what school is for us. Today class, we'll be learning all about black history. So write down that Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, Martin Luther King, he had a dream, and moving on to Anne Frank. So it all started in 1939, back in World War II, with... That's right. Uh, Rosa Parks said no. Don't forget to write that down. All right, man. So anyway, in 1942, <laughs> look, that's 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 what Black history is. Uh, that's what Black history is. You know, what I'm saying in school, in high school, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I, I gotta play one more time. It's only like 30 seconds. I gotta play one more time. Tonight, today, class, we'll be learning all about Black history. So write down that Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. Martin Luther King, he had a dream. And moving on to Anne Frank. So it all started in 1939, back in World War II. With love. Yes, Mark. Is that it for Black History? Or? Oh, yeah. Rosa Parks said no. Don't forget that one. That's important. So, yeah, like I was saying, back in 1939, at the start of uh, World War II, uh, and that's all we did. Yeah. Devil's advocate or not? Let me just tell you the reverse. In my senior year, second semester, I signed up for African American Studies. I went in there, and she was like, uh, "All right, class, here's your syllabus. You need to get these supplies. You know, this is what we're going to cover on the semester." And I'm like, "No, nah, I'm not. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this on my uh, my, my second semester. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing this." Soon as the class was over, 52, exactly 52 minutes later, I walked into the office to the counselor, like, transfer me. She's like, why? What happened? I'm like, give, out of, give me out of this class now. Like, you tell me about to do some, and it wasn't even about the African-American studies, but it's like, you tell me about to do some work the second semester of my senior, no, give me out of this class, lady. 
now. Hey, like, <laughs> here we are that, now. That's it. That senior I just sat in, man. It's that yeah, too. But it's that in as soon as the year starts. <laughs> oh, dude, my senior year, I tell people all the time, my senior year, I didn't do not one homework assignment. My entire senior year uh, for any class. I do, I do my classwork. I take my test. Homework, not one piece the entire year. Yeah, that's yeah. you get lazy as a senior for sure. See, I know exactly what credits I had to get in order to graduate. <laughs> so once I figured them out, them classes, I was ace and all of them. But right. the other classes, I had like, I know I had two study, two or three study halls a day. And uh, like two gym classes, uh, like literally nothing. And I took uh, English 4, which is like, which was hard. Everybody was talking about how, you know, how hard English 4 was at the school. <clears throat> No, I don't need it for that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, I took it in summer school, so it was a breeze. <laughs> That's funny. Let me see. So, so Chanel said her, her person is uh, Sonny Anderson. Um, is that the, the the cook, the chef or something? She had a show on, like, she had a show on, like, uh, the Food Network or something? You think the one where... Uh, no, I ain't gonna say that because I ain't trying to be negative. I kept bringing that negative to the show. But is this a show where the lady she had like the southern buffet style restaurant? No, that's a uh, Paula Dean. No, not Paula. Paula Dean White. Oh, that's talking about hey, a black family. Know. Oh, I don't know. The black family, like she got a restaurant. And she got like you know fried chicken and all this other stuff. I know it's in the south somewhere. I don't know where uh, where exactly. I can't remember, but I don't want to say the negative part. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, because we we gotta celebrate positivity. Yeah, know, I don't so. I don't know. I mean, if you want to tell, she said, yeah, she's a chef. I, I'm all, I only know the name because I think I she got a show on like Food Network or, or something like that. I know Aisha got a uh, got a show on the Food Network. All right, cook. She weird looking now though. I mean, you know, I'm not being negative, but. <laughs> I don't want to be negative, but so you saying you like to think? Uh, I I just think the yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. That's I mean, I mean, so that, I don't know. Just her whole look is, is just maybe just like way more makeup. I don't know. I, I like I don't know. Yeah, you hate makeup, though. I do like hate makeup. Cool, yeah. You know, she cool either way, but uh, if she was thick. Better. Yeah, the sweetie pie. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's the sweetie pie. That's, the, that's what that uh, what I'm talking about. I, 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 I don't know. Chef, uh, about. I don't know nothing about that. Let me see. She got her first show. Sunny Anderson got her first show. Oh, let me tell you. She's a Food Network personality. Began hosting How That Get On My Plate in July of 2008. Or July of yeah, 2008. Um... She also hosts a Food Network program, cooking for real beginner, uh, for real. Is that like, is that like a talk show about about food? Oh, the real? No, it's like it's kind of like the Whoopi Go for one, but uh, it's other people on there. No, no, it's called it's called food. Is the Food Network program is called Cooking for Real? Oh, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cooking for Real. Um, oh, okay. She was is a coach. It, is, it, is it like for people who? You know, cooking food, like dinners, like that's how she do it. I don't know, man. I'm just assuming. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm trying to find out a little bit more information about her. 
don't know. See, if it ain't, if it ain't Snowfall, <laughs> All American, I don't, I'm not watching it. She, uh, she a best-selling author, uh, uh, best, uh, like, you got a best-selling cookbook, does that count as being an author? Like, the, uh, like I don't know. I'm not disrespecting her. I don't know if it's the same thing or not, but it's a book. It was it was on the New York Times best selling debut cookbook. It's called Sunny's Kitchen. You get that honor. You get New York uh, New York Times best selling honor. You set. All right, well, cool. I'm down. Uh, so yeah, so that's all I can um find on her. Like just just looking at her uh like uh notable moments or whatever. Um, Chanel said her recipes. Yes. Um. I, you know, you you make it to the Food Network. You know that's just the highest level for food. So I'm assuming, you know, she must know what she's doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not so, like not the Iron like Iron Chef or like uh, some of these James Beard uh, uh, winners isn't the highest honor, but the Food, the food Network. Oh, well, I don't know. Well, Iron Chef Iron Chef is a TV show, though, right? Yeah, it's a TV show, but. Uh, you know, you face some competition, but that James Beard is for people who have restaurants and out here. Or you get that Michelin, some of them, you get three Michelin stars in your restaurant. Like, you cook in some amazing food. Like, like some, the cigar flavor ice cream. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Am I a chef? Well, I don't know. You, you, well, but I you know. make it, you may label yourself. Oh, I, I mean, I'm good at what I, I'm good when I when I step in the kitchen. But so, so you can throw something in the air fryer. Shit, I can do more than that, but <laughs> I can, uh, you know, what I'm saying, I, I dabble. <laughs> um, but no, that's cool. Uh, as long as she, hopefully, she's doing something positive. Like I don't know anything about her. That's we we for two. It's terrible, man. We need to we need to <laughs> watch TV. Yeah, hey, we need to do better, man. <laughs> if I said so far, snowfall is good. Uh, I don't know. I don't watch TV. Three seasons. Uh, I'm out then. Don't worry about it. All right, man. So we want to jump into our last our last person. Um, if you guys got anybody, like I said, keep dropping it down. We'll, we'll keep doing our due diligence trying to find out. And, you know, hopefully you guys can teach us about some new people. And, uh, you know, we all can share in this experience and, and, and learn some stuff. Uh, man, I don't know where to start. I don't know where to start with this guy, man. Hey, inspiration. I got, I got, yeah, I got three solid clips. Since the nineties, two thousand one is when it really hit me. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna play it and then, and then we'll just come back and talk about it. Just listen, you know. Just, just listen up for us. Just, just listen. Yeah, I'm inspired by you know life and all sorts of things. You can say something right now and it would inspire me to write a song or something to happen you know most kings just happen to be inspired by a basquiat drawing you know the drawing that he had the most young kings get their head cut off on the bottom and i looked at that and i was like it's powerful you know just the statement in itself you know lends itself for a song song starts inspired by basquiat my chariots on fire everybody took shots hit my body up i'm tired and then it's this they build me up to break me down to build me up again they like, oh, we need you back so we could kill your ass again. You know, it's like this thing, this love-hate thing that the world has with success, period. It deals for the most part with success. It deals with people who you started your life off with and what success does to them. People look at you strange saying you changed, like you worked that hard to stay the same. Like you're doing oh. all this for a reason. And what happens most of the time, people change. 
people change around you because they start treating you different because of your success. So you are changing. You don't change who you are, the core of who you are, the things you believe, the things you love, and the things you die for, and your principles. You don't change that, but you're going to change who you are. You're going to change. You know, you can't do the same things. You, you can't hang on the corner. Some people may not be comfortable with that. And then it deals with the other side of success, um, how people look at you when you're successful. Media medals, people sue you, settle. Every step you take, they remind you get. So no matter how far you are, you still have that stigma on you of where you come from when you walk inside the door. Even if you have a tuxedo on, it's like, oh yeah, that's the guy who used to be this and did that. Most kings get their head cut off, right? I mean, in war, battle, and in life. At the end of the day, you've achieved everything you want. You've made it to the top of the throne, and at the end of the day, you just get your head cut off. All right, hey, that interview reminded me of that song with uh, Pusha T. I can't remember the name. Uh, he, and uh, when he said that, uh, you know, he might walk in a room with a tuxedo, people would be like, oh, hey, here's that guy. You know, this is what he did in the past. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, fire. I wish we could play songs. Yeah, look, we, we, I wanted to play music, right, but all you get is three seconds, and then you got to pay or it becomes copyright. You know what look, I'm saying? Even, even if you play my song. Yeah, three three seconds. You three seconds is all you can get. <laughs> uh, so as you guys can see, our last person we happen to share is uh, Jay Z. Your mom hated his voice. <laughs> she said his voice is, is killing me. Uh, he, he he do talk weird, which is funny. Um, yeah, so our, our our guy or or whatever, our tied second guy is Jay Z. Um, I don't like what. What more could be said? Like that's it. Like I just feel like saying his name, like just comes with a snowball effect of like accomplishments. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm glad you played that one first. Right. Yeah. That's because that's about music. That's before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so first you have the inspiration for the music, like the way, <laughs> like the way this man raps and describe different things and then and how, and how he get inspired about yeah. it. Yeah, just throwing a little bit of game, not too much, and you know what I'm saying that that can inspire you, inspire you. You know what I'm saying to whatever you're doing. I don't like it's yeah, man, like, yeah. like like me and you know uh, like uh, music, hip hop, especially. You know, everybody that I like, they always saying something that you can use to get you through your day. Yeah. Whether you know whether it's you know you gotta you gotta hustle or you know, something they said that I've been through similarly. Similarly, um, it's just always something. That's what I listen to. That's the type of rappers that I listen to. So, you know, uh, but him, he's at the top of that list. Man, he, he got a line in that. So that song that uh, those lines he was breaking down was like words. It was uh, lyrics to a song, and he was just breaking down the song, or whatever. For those of you that don't know, and. Like in the song, he had a he had a line like, uh, like see Jesus, see Judas, see Caesar, see Brutus, see success is like suicide. Like it didn't go on. So, but that's like think about it. Think about how many traitors was like that close. Like your best friend, you know, one of uh, Jesus's uh, disciples, uh, Caesar's best friend. You know what I'm saying? 
they they both got him out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like just, like just the wordplay of, yeah, like your best friends. Don't nigga, don't cross me. You in the camera, you with the headphones on and the white t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, dude, you, hear, you hear me? <laughs> you hear me? Man, like that's crazy. Like it's crazy when you think about it like that, though. Like the people he said some. So, uh, you know, he's like, so the, you know, these people, these examples that I'm giving you, like all these people had keys to their crib. Like they could come around whenever. Like it's my best friend. Of course, he can come in. And they oxen these people. Like it's crazy, man. Like that that song, Primo. It's excellent. Um, but I feel the same way though. It's like when you want to do when you want to do better, people just want to have you in the same spot doing the same shit they doing. You know, and when you think about all your you know all your old friends, because now we old, you know what I'm saying? Just think about all your old friends, the ones who fell off or the ones who laughed at you when you said. Shit, when we say we're gonna do, uh, you know, the Tiffany Radio stuff, right? So they, they, you just think about it like, wow, I try to do something better myself, something that I'm passionate about, and you immediately try to take the wind out myself. Like, hmm. The, like those, those aren't type of people that you want to be around. But just imagine if, imagine if you didn't realize that. You still try to keep these people around, and then once you got success, mm-hmm. now you, now you, now you, um, now bringing them down is bringing you down is bigger because now you have a name, and they feel like they have some information. Yeah. Look, so look, I'm, before we play the next video, like it just bring me when you when you just said that, bring back to another Jay Z line about um he said uh um uh, he said if I uh. If I hit you, if I hit you, you famous. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, if you hit me, you famous. If I hit you, I'm brainless. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just a weird predicament to be in where bringing me down um, puts you so high up on a pedestal. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you have an actual reason to do so. You know what I'm saying? If I hit you, you famous. If you hit, oh, I'm sorry. If you hit me, you famous. I keep saying it backwards. Uh, and if I hit you, then I'm brainless. I'm I'm the famous person. You know what I'm saying? That's only gonna build you up and break me down myself. Like instead of the opposite way. So um, it, it, I could just go on and on uh, about like Jay Z and his lines. And I mean, so so many. Oh man. Yeah, to pick it back up what you said. You know, when he said you can't even steal on that nigga, motherfuckers, you should. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> true. You know what I'm saying? This is the same thing. Like true. you can't. You got to be on another level because you got a lot to lose and they have nothing. Man, uh, and the more they have a lot to gain. They, they, they have they, way. They try to sue you. They try to get money off of you. Now you got to pay lawyers and you got to pay them. You have way more to lose, you know what I'm saying, versus what they have. They got a lot to gain, but you got a lot to lose when you're in that position. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what. That's why they say when you get on, like, do you go back where you're from? Do you do the Steve Harvey? <laughs> do do oh the yeah, Steve you know Harvey what? Hey, so maybe I, maybe I shouldn't be so hard on him, huh? <laughs> that nigga, man. In a positive way, uh, forget that dude, man. Look, because if you come back, you gotta. It's either you gotta come back on some. <laughs> you gotta come back on some like sneaky. You buy you 
buying a 2001 car, tint it out, you know, just low key, or you coming through with, uh, you know, bodyguards. <laughs> I mean, you got to, like, that's the only two options, or never come back. Or never come back. You got the Nipsey, you know what I'm saying? Because if you don't, then, you know, stuff, stuff happens. You're right. Uh, yeah, the name of that song is called Most Kings by Jay Z. You'll find on excuse me on YouTube or anything. Yeah, it's just called Most Kings with Chris Martin. Like it's a real and look. And I, I try to get like older people in my family to listen to Jay Z or or even like Lupe Fiasco sometimes. And I'm like, look, like don't listen to you know like actually listen to the words. Like don't just hear the music. Like I don't like this music. Like actually listen to the words. But sometimes what these people be saying, you know, certain people of course, uh, sometimes what they say, man, like it's enlightening almost you know what i'm saying yeah. and even as an older oh, person it's an epiphany even as an older person you still can get that enlightenment man for sure let uh, me ask you this go ahead. random question so I, I was thinking about it like a couple weeks ago and i just want to get your opinion on it. now who do you think is more lyrical lupe fiasco or eminem uh that's that's i don't know uh Probably, probably Eminem, but I'm I'm a big Lupe fan though. Yeah, I'm a big big Lupe fan, but I probably get an edge to Eminem though, I guess. Cause he he uh, he, he he putting a lot of stuff in a small amount of space, especially now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he putting a lot of stuff, a lot of callbacks, a lot of. Like his, his, I'll probably get Eminem the edge. I'll, I'm a big Lupe fan though. See, like as much as I like Eminem and you know think his bars are incredible, it's like the Lupe is on just totally, totally different level. Yeah. But I, I, I just don't think. I, but I think Eminem gets a lot more praise for it. And, you know, Lupe doesn't. Oh no, I, I agree with that. You know, just just because uh, Lupe's content is more, uh, you know, uh, forward thinking, positive type of message whereas Eminem, you know, he's telling you to eat a dick or something, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so. sometimes. Like on, on like recovery and like Eminem be on this positive stuff sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. typ- but typically he do in his defense though, he do what they praise Lil Wayne for doing so much and his mixtape days was Lil Wayne wasn't rapping about nothing, but it yeah. sounded good. Like he was able to put yeah. this with this, put this bar yeah. with this bar and it was coming across amazing. Yeah. Now Eminem's doing the same thing, but faster, like literally just saying the words faster. Where you gotta listen to it three times, <clears throat> like, oh man, he said this, and that connects with this. That rhyme scheme is it works. You know, this is the rhyme scheme you're using. Blah blah blah. Like you gotta go back and forth. So, I, you know, and you know, and that's mixtape Weezy when they were talking about he was the best rapper alive and all that nonsense. Yeah, look, at that time he was, he was pronounced for fire, but was he talking about nothing? No, oh, about no, but you know, but some people can do both. Like Lupe can talk about something and be lyrical. Some people can't do both. They just put bars Together. to try to say the dopest thing. But Lupe right. can. If you, if, if, you if you guys, I know we talk about music and y'all hate it, but y'all, if if y'all want to hear some, <laughs> y'all want to hear some Lupe, like a good example of, of Lupe. To me, if I could pick two songs to show its range, it'd be. Uh, Bitch Bad, which I know people hear the name, older people especially hear the name, and then they automatically, I don't want to hear, I don't want to listen to that song. But really go listen to it. It's a really good message. That, 
And then SLR3, which is like a mixtape song, but, uh, you know, he's taking shots at everybody. And then uh, just like a little reminder, like, hey, I can really, like, when I want to come at people, I can really do this in a, in a nice way. So was that the was that the Kendrick Lamar? Uh, yeah. Uh, the yeah. Uh, response. Yeah. He was, he was going there. Yeah. He pretty much. Yeah. Like if you ain't 102,000 Lil Wayne or Jay Z, you're on this list. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you ain't those three, you're on this list. Yeah. Man. That's funny. But that's what I'm saying. Like he under, like he underrated, but oh for sure. So, he was supposed to come to Cleveland uh, right before the Corona or right when it started. But of course it got canceled. Hopefully he'd come back because that's somebody who I want to see uh, you know, in person. I'm a very little fan. And my list is like small, like people who I want to see uh, in person. Because I've seen a lot, of, a lot of people who I wanted to see so far. So it's like two people on my list right now. But uh, yeah. Anyway. Oh. Yeah, right. I'm about to say. <laughs> Hope take them both, though. All right, so we're going to get to the next video and we're going to talk a little bit about it. <laughs> Ho. Where, where you grew up. Yeah, I mean, there are very few people that, from my neighborhood, you know, in my environment, that make it out, uh, I mean, forget about being, to be successful, to make it out alive, you know, or, or, or to be um, incarcerated, you know, for the, I have a great friend, you know, who just came home, he was one of the most beautiful people you ever meet, you know, he, you know, he just came home from doing 13 years, and we were, we were together every single day. You know, and had it not been for music and um, music taking me out, you know, at the right time, you know, my life could very easily have been his. Very easily. We were together every single day. Mention the story about London. Yeah. So, um, they, 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 you know, we were into different things. We were into a lot of uh, street things. And, um, you know, just so happened I had a talent to make music. And... Um, a guy by the name of Jazz, um, who I started out with really early, you know, he got a, the opportunity, he got to deal with EMI, he had the opportunity to go to London to record um, his album. And, uh, you know, I went along with him and we waited for two months. Well, in that two months, there was a sting operation and he took, you know, my friend I'm talking about, he took him away for 13 years. And the only reason I was in there because I was away, you know. That man is sitting in a double interview with Warren Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're talking about Jay-Z uh, from the project. Jay-Z, like, people, people forget that this man is from the project. Like, he's from... Like, Marcy. <laughs> you forget that this man, like... Man. But that comes to, uh, you know, to talk about, you know, this is the business, Jay-Z. You know, his uh, last album, it was strictly uh, all the info that you can that you can get from Jay Z, and, and it's all his uh, past releases. It was all packed in one album <laughs> on this one. So, 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 I mean, like, why, uh, why, like, explain why, why you chose that clip? Like, was it because of? Well, first of because it was short. Okay. And I, when I was the clip, like, I had specifically looked for that interview, but I'm like, okay, the interview is crazy like, long. Yeah, 30 something, 38 minutes or something. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, 
you have to go in and try to go to this number of times. Like, you know, I just picked this clip. You want to watch the go? Uh, you want to go watch the whole interview? Um, I highly recommend it. It's a great interview. Credit credit to Forbes. I, uh, Forbes magazine. Just type in Jay Z Warren Buffett Forbes. Uh, the whole thing could come up. Um, it'll be, it'll not to cut you off, but it's one of those like Malcolm X speeches that we were talking about earlier, where you listen for an hour, just sit there and listen to Malcolm X talk. It's one of those type of interviews where you go back and forth and you just see the contrast between the backgrounds of Warren Buffett and Jay Z. Yet they're in a double interview together, like they they making the mind is the same, even though the backgrounds are different. It's, it's very it's a very good uh, watch. Uh, I, I promise you. Yeah, the second, the other reason why I showed that video is because he's doing an interview with Warren Buffett, who was once the richest man in the world, still top three, at least top five right now. Top five, yeah. But at least top five. Now, Jay-Z, coming for the projects, becoming a billionaire. Now, he's sitting with other billionaires. It's just an inspiration in itself. And just, you know, he just did that. Uh, he sold uh, half of uh, Ace of Spades to Moet Hennessy. <laughs> and they used to drink Moet and he stopped drinking it. Uh, then they, was it them who said it or was it no, Crystal? No, Crystal. Crystal, okay. Crystal. They said and now so- he got Moet Hennessy bought 50% of the company, which is instant cash in his pocket. Did you ever read that? Did you ever read that interview that he did after the, after the the, uh, the Crystal uh, executive said what he said? Maybe, maybe not. All right. So Jay Z was he was just saying like he was like man he like that that happened and put me in a completely different headspace because we wasn't asking for anything we was buying it we were paying you know saying hundreds of dollars per bottle or whatever we were buying it being but we're happy just being consumers you know what I'm saying he's like but when they said it like he's like well. In that case, if that's how you feel, I'll do it myself. I'll make my own. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll get in the business myself, and I'll enjoy it. Like, he was like, we was happy being consumers. Like, can you imagine being a consumer of whatever product? You guys, you know, watch our shows, you know, hang out, and then we just insult y'all, <laughs> like, just nonstop. Like, like just a, a full show of just insulting the people that support us. Yeah. Like, how absurd is that? You know what I'm saying? And I ate a slice of Papa John's sandwich. Nick. He said what he said. <laughs> right. That's what, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so much to the fact that Papa John had to go to Shaq. Like, Shaq, come on, man. Help. <laughs> come on. What can you do? You know what I'm saying? Like a black guy. Yeah. Hey, I, but, uh, but, yeah, you know, I, see, I salute him for making his own. But what I really like about I haven't had Ace of Spades, though, but. Like, as, as far as do say goes, uh, quality, Woo. quality. Is it expensive? Yeah, but it's it's worth it for that quality. Okay, you can drink, take a shot of him, take a shot of the do say, and it's, it's like okay, he really spent time and uh, tasted. Uh, you know, went through the process of making sure that it uh, tastes good. And don't get me wrong, I still rock with him for sure. It's a better price point for me. For the yeah. results, uh, but now they're in the same family, so now you know now now yeah, work out. <laughs> I don't know how it's, how it's gonna work out either, but it's gonna well, be. Well, hey, be but you know what? They only they only uh, put fifty percent in of the of the um <clears throat> the Western McCullough part though. Yeah, uh, the Ace of Space part. The other part, he still on fifty percent of that though. Yeah. So it's weird, isn't that competition? You know, uh, so it would you know, be a conflict of interest because he got his own kayak. Well. 
No, because it, it could be, but it won't be because it's 50%. So it ain't like they can tell him, like, no, you can't do this because it's only half. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it was if it was 49-51, then they could say, like, you can't promote this at the same time you're promoting this. Yeah. Plus, it's two different companies. So he only sold Ace of Spades. He didn't sell... Uh, they don't have nothing to do with uh, Duce. That's a whole different entity. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if he have a bottle of Ace next to a bottle of Duce, like they can't say nothing because it's 50%. Like, for example, we 50% of the company. If you was like, if I was like, man, you got to take the Bud Light thing down, you'd be like, no. And I'm like, oh, well, shit, I tried. Like, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, it's no override. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and just say that piece of sucked anyway. Yeah, Papa John's wasn't the best. It was cheap though. It kind of had some deals, but it wasn't. It wasn't the greatest. But I'm with you. Ever since then, not even on the radar ever. Yeah. For for nothing. Um. For nothing. Um, but yeah, you know, not, not only was there inspiration in childhood, it was inspiration uh, when it comes to you know uh, owning your own home. So we got one more video I'm gonna play. Like we we just happen to have three of Jay Z since we I kind of cheated and, and picked a, a second one, but it's a it's another short clip, but it, it's just as powerful to me. Um, and uh, I, I hope I really hope you guys enjoy this. It's been a great show. I, I'm I'm a fan. All right, we're right back. Honest to be in these situations that I can use my voice and and do the things I do. You know. Um, it's an extension of my family. It's like the, the things that I do. I tell I tell my my um, my family all the time. I tell my grandmother, my mom. You know, they 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 they're proud. They're super proud and strong women, and they they won't ask me for anything. And I say, man, you know, there are times where I don't want to get my picture taken, and I want to eat, and, and you know, paparazzi like take photos in your face and screaming at you, and like taking pictures, and you can't take your kid to the park. And I'm like, those are the sort of things that. Give, the reason why I'm okay with it and, and, and why I can cope and live with these things without, you know, as much as a complaint is the things that it allows me to, 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 to do, the spaces that it affords me, the, the rooms I'm allowed to go in as myself. I walk in every room as myself. I don't walk in any room as anyone else. I'm not, I'm not cowering. I'm not speaking soft. I'm not... My voice doesn't change. It sounds exactly the same way. I'm walking as myself and proud, and I speak and I speak for us, and that and that that gives me a joy. I gives I'm honored to be in in those rooms, and so yes. Man, so look, so as you can see, a theme with me with the, with the people I picked or the clips or whatever is like being yourself, being able to be yourself in any situation. You know what I'm saying? Or being in a position where you can't walk into any office and be yourself, right? So I had a couple of like, meetings this week that I had to go to, and um, and Angel had asked, she's like, oh, like, don't it, isn't it like nerve-wracking or like irritating or whatever? I'm like, no, like honestly, like I I enjoy this because like I like I'm I'm super comfortable with who I am as a as a person, the knowledge that I have. I'm not saying I'm the smartest person or I can't learn something or anything like that, but. My personality and uh, you know like the type of person I am I'm so comfortable with that that when I walk into I don't care if it's an interview if it's a meeting about Epiphany Media if it's an email I'm sending out whatever it is I'm so comfortable and, and, and happy with myself that I can comfortably put myself into those 
situations. Uh, I can walk into those offices, those meetings, that email, that, that interview, whatever, as myself. And then it just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying like being braggadocious or anything like that. I'm just saying like I'm comfortable. And uh, it's so important to be comfortable with who you are, whoever that person is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and these, you know, Dave Chappelle and Jay-Z, those are two people who kind of embody that. You know what I'm saying? And any, I feel like, and this is just a little thing that I, I want to hear what you have to say, B. Um, you see, like, so, so as y'all can see, Jay-Z's hair is getting more and more, you know, longer and extravagant. Now he got the uh, the Miami, Florida dreads right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, this like a hair is, is crazy. Um, like, but I think that's important visually for, you know, whether it's white America or corporate America or whatever to see that you can be, you can have dreads, I'm not saying I got dreads specifically, but you can have dreads and still be, you know, the, uh, 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 a bank manager, you know what I'm saying? Or you can be in the CEO office you can, you can run, uh, the music, the Super Bowl department of the NFL with dreadlocks, you know what I'm saying? Like, your, your hair doesn't define you, you know what I'm saying? Everything else, all your other attributes is what define you. So I feel like his statement, I don't know if it's a statement, he might just be growing his hair out, I don't know. But I feel like it's more of a, a of a statement, I guess, saying, you know, showing people that, hey, you can have dreads and still be, you know, a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? Or still still make these good decisions and still make these good, sign these good contracts or whatever. Like, it, it, I, I don't know, I feel like that's, a big thing with his hair, and um, uh, Andrew said it's just confidence, you know, as far as being yourself, and uh, and I got it, it's especially when I go into interviews or meetings and stuff. I, I, <laughs> me and you talk about it off air, like all the time, but when you get these interviews and stuff, and and the more people, the better. Like I, I love it, you know what I'm saying? Cause now I can, I can, you know, what I'm saying like in succession, you know what I'm saying? I can knock them out in succession, you know what I'm saying? And, and I don't know, that brings me pride and joy and, you know what I'm saying? That's why I chose that clip and that's why I chose those two guys as, as my, my people of Black History Month. Man, that's what's up. Hey, so, uh, let's go another interview with Jay-Z. It was like, uh, he was like, you know, what is, <laughs> was like, what is talking white? Like, what, like how, is, uh, how is speaking English talking white? And uh, <laughs> and uh, you know with what you said, you know, going to an interview, being yourself, right? Some people think that you can't be yourself, especially as black people, if you uh, speak in regular English. But it's at times you need to speak regular English, because nobody don't. No, some people don't understand. Uh, you know, some of these words. And look, and sometimes it's just about people not understanding. You know, it's, it ain't so much you talking uh, white English or talking white. Sometimes, like, if I speak like this, they're not going to know anything I'm talking about. Look, I, I'll tell you a clip just real quick. A, a clip yeah. I seen recently was uh, when them weak, <laughs> I'm going to be positive, but when them weak-ass warriors went to the, 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 uh, the White House when Obama was the president, uh, the year 2015 when they beat us in the, in the thing, and it was like, uh, and Barack was like, he's like, uh, uh, he's like, uh, Steph Curry shot a three-pointer, and then you like, then he paused, like, I'm gonna use some slang here, like, y'all might not understand it, but it's an actual thing, it's called slang. He's like, uh, 
Steph was clowning. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? And then we went back to talking how president's supposed to talk or whatever. But sometimes it's just if I said if he if he was just up there like, man, Steph was clowning. People was like, what does that mean? Obama's tripping. He, he's going crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? It would have been a whole thing. Uh, but so it's not about talking white. Sometimes it's about if I speak in this way, the person I'm talking to is not going to have any idea what I'm talking about. But that don't mean that I don't interject myself and my language, for me personally, my, my language and the way I talk, the stories I, that I decide to tell or whatever. Like I'm, I'm, I, I wish I could take a camera and see all of my interviews so people could see that I'm, like, I'm Mike Tyson, confidence-wise, by the time he gets to the ring, when, uh, <laughs> like, I should have picked Mike Tyson. We would have had some great clips. Mike Tyson got this saying, or whatever, he's talking about, from when he backstage to the time he in the ring, you're like, man, I'm backstage, I'm scared. You're like, I'm legit scared. You know, I'm about to walk into a, a you know a fight with a guy that want to hurt me. Blah blah blah. Like, as I start walking, I gain a little confidence, but I'm still very nervous because this guy want to hurt me. Like, what's going to happen? You know, I'm so confused. I don't know. You know, like, by the time I get to the ring, I'm a guy. Like, my confidence is 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 on on the high. Whatever he said, some some word in the Mike Tyson language. Like my confidence is up there, and I'm undefeated. I'm untouchable. All this stuff. Like that's how I am when I get to the interview. When I pull up, I'm like a little nervous or whatever. As I walk to that door, that confidence start building. By the time I sit down, I'm a whole nother person. Whole nother person in regards of confidence. But I'm I'm so confident in myself that they can't tell me nothing in that in, in that can't tell me nothing that mean, man, for sure. For sure. Uh, Chanel said, uh, like, because you educate, you can't have some slang in your words sometimes. Yeah, for sure. Man, I seen, I see Spanish people have full Spanish conversations and just throw in the English word just because. Like, you know what I'm saying? So you, so you telling me, well, I don't know what happened to that, that guy. I'm, I'm assuming his phone died, but we're about to be out of here before you get back, probably. Um, but yeah, like, you can, you can, man, if you can have slang in your uh in your speech and still be uh professional you know what i'm saying like all, all this stuff like it's not a it's not a this or that like it's it's an and type of situation so my message to people to black people whatever you want to call it this black history month is be yourself uh like i said both of my people that's what they embody was was uh being confident in themselves uh you know knowing their history uh being able to say hey uh, uh, if I do this, then I'm not being myself or saying, I, if I can't be myself, then I won't do this. And, um, you know, that's, uh, that's the type of people I like to build myself off of, I guess. Um, I'm going to start, start for time, but that's all I got. And by the time we get on here, it's going to be gone by the time we charge his phone up or whatever. So. On behalf of him, I want to say thank you all for joining us. We appreciate y'all always. Um, uh, he'll say some yada, yada, yada. Remember to own your own. That's what he'll say. And I'll be like, hey, <laughs> listen to politics on Wednesdays. Um, Ebony J is coming back with a show next Sunday. Um, be sure to tune in for that. Next week, we'll have a surprise for you guys. We might have a guest, so tune in for that. Look for uh, programming notes or reminders uh, for next week for having a guest. 
Um, if you guys need anything, uh, merchandise, or the Cash App, which is scrolling across the bottom of the screen, uh, we appreciate y'all that support us to the heavens. We really do, I, I promise. Um, I don't want to over talk it, as my man AB say. I don't know AB, y'all should search him on YouTube. Um, so I'm going to get out of here, but we appreciate y'all. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. Uh, conversation with Ebony J. And uh, it's not even a conversation with Ebony J no more. I feel bad now. Ignoring the course with Ebony J and Penny. Sorry. I feel bad. Um, <laughs> and uh, if Ebony Media, we'll be back next Sunday. Join me Wednesday for politics. I'm not exactly sure we're talking about it yet, but we will talk about whatever's going on. Um, and uh, be safe out there. Uh, wash your hands, wear your mask. Uh, and we will see y'all Wednesday and twice on Sunday. Y'all take it easy and uh, give Byron. <laughs> my bad, Ed. Ed, my bad. It was, it, it was a conversation for a long time, sorry. Um, so be safe out there. <laughs> Wash your hands, wear your mask. Uh, we'll see y'all Wednesday and twice on Sunday. Uh, salute to the city as always. Be safe and uh, we'll talk to y'all soon.